What up, what up, what up? You tuned in to the Jose Morales Podcast, episode 24. I am your host, Jose Morales, and alone, another special edition in Tulsa, Oklahoma with Amy Minter. Hello. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> last time, last time Amy was on was last week. You heard her uh, podcast right before she competed. This is actually after the aftermath after her competition so we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about our oklahoma trip um pretty much everything that went down right now we're pretty much getting ready to leave so we will be leaving in a couple hours and me honestly i'm ready to leave i've had one hell of a trip (laughs) i'm ready to get the heck out of here i i think something happened to me i'm like fucking jinxed i'm fucked up so if you heard the last episode we mentioned how we were on different floors and we went over like all the things that we happened i confirmed 100 percent positive that we are segregated yeah no seriously they segregate you at this hotel and it's a nice hotel yep so i'm on the minority floor and amy's on the gated community floor Yep, private school, Tesla driving a floor. And yes, um, I, ha- I I did a study myself. I have not seen one person that's white on my floor. Amy has not seen one minority on her floor. Only white people, seriously. And and it's and then my floor smells like like uh like roses and like uh, candles. She's rubbing it in. She's rubbing it in. But it's true. I don't know. I, overall, though, hey. I think it's weird. I don't know. No, I, no, it's true. Yeah. But we'll talk about uh, our Oklahoma trip. Besides that, the people were friendly, though. Yeah, people were friendly. Um, we went to Oklahoma City today. But before we get to talking about that, I do want to make sure we talk about Amy's fight. We we have to cover that. I mean, that's why we're here. Uh, we, we, we're going to talk about how we feel, how I feel, how she feels. Uh, our routine usually we talk before we meditate we plan ahead and i had an idea before they mentioned who they were gonna fight i had an idea she was gonna fight somebody with a lot of fans that were here i didn't know she was gonna be from here but i had a feeling that she was gonna have a a packed entourage with her and and i was right about that and um those that are not familiar she fought the same girl she fought at the finals at national so this is actually like a rematch um and I honestly, honestly believe or feel like the girl fought a lot better at nationals than she did at this time. I think. I mean, I even told. I think I told you that, right? I told you that. Way more, way harder. Like. Yeah. My opinion. I don't know, but it was a good fight. Uh, I mean, her. She's got a good team, and you know, she's. She. I like. Let me tell you more about her. Cause she's probably excited to talk about her, but it was it was a good time. I, I mean. The fight was, how do I say it? So one thing, we we had these two guys that we had to have with us that representing California. Amy's over here laughing. It's really <laughs> and, and, and we had to wear these uniforms. So if you looked at us, on, if you were watching our stream, we never looked that way. So Amy had a uniform, which is pretty badass, but the size was wrong. Uh, she... Yeah, uh, a few sizes bigger than she usually wears, and and then I had to wear this California corner. 
California cornerman jacket. And my shit was like 5X. How many X's was that? It was like 6X? I don't know. But I was floating inside of that damn thing. Darp, a blue darp. <laughs> Look at this girl. So, just to start off with, like, we were, I mean, I don't know, I, I feel, in the, and if you went to, if you ever took a judge's uh, course or anything like that on the USA Boxing, and one of the things they look for when it's a close fight, they look for which boxer looks better. So, if it's a close fight, they look at who's being, who's better dressed, he who's better uh, to represent the USA and things like that. That's what they look for in close fights. I, I mean, that's literally what they tell you. We were definitely not it. I mean, we were looking beat up. Uh, no, it's bad. And like, we had no choice. And like, like your outfit didn't even match my outfit. You're like Royal blue. I'm baby powder blue. You're like yellow gold. I'm like a light gold. And it's just like, it, it, we did We looked like bums from the street. It was really like, I was literally afraid my shorts were going to come off like during the fight. It was just so big. It was so bad. It was, it was bad. We looked terrible. Yeah. It, it was like a bad boot. I don't know. I, I, I've, and then to fuck it all up, Amy swore I smelled bad. No, Amy no, was no, like, no, no, no. So I'm sitting there and, and okay, there's all this stuff that occurs like, cause we had these other two guys that we kind of like had a, part of our routine and so i was just i was like, okay i gotta meditate because like they were messing me all up and there was like all this chaos going on and i'm sitting there meditating and i'm just like jose smelled so bad i, I mean it wasn't him that smelled but it was the jacket he was wearing and i didn't say anything because i knew he had to wear it and i knew it was the jacket but like it smelled so bad i don't think they've washed whoever wore it before has wore it many times and, like it's <laughs> smelled so bad and i was trying to meditate i'm like man poor guy smelled yeah i had this girl laughing at me the whole fucking time that i smelled like shit but i'm like at least i don't look like a teenage boy and uh, she looked like a teenage boy not so amy all right so now that we good to talking about this get let us know how, how the fight went down for you play by play round by round what was going through your head beforehand what was going through your head during the fight let everyone know what what you know what Amy was thinking. So when I was at weigh-ins, I found out at weigh-ins who I was fighting, and I was actually excited that I was going to be fighting the girl that I fought at finals. I was actually really, really excited about it, just because. I mean, you know that you're going to run into each other. Anyone that you like fight at nationals, and she's ranked number two right now, and and so like I was really excited because you know I. I wanted to prove that I wanted to beat her even better because I've been working so much harder on, on everything, and I was just really excited for it, and I felt really good about it. I knew that she's from Oklahoma, and I knew that she – I knew everything. I knew that, like, they were going to favor her. We knew this going in, but I was really excited about it, and I was prepared for it, and I was prepared to um, – I knew what I had to do to do that, but um, apparently to win Golden Gloves – um, running away and not punching your opponent is how you win. And it was just, it was like. Break it down round by round. So good. Tell us round one, what happened? Tell, give us a, give us a description of Amy's vision in the ring. Let us know. Okay. So I get, so I'm warming up like I normally do and we're going in and Jose knew exactly how she was going to box. 
she was going to try to just throw angles, get angles and get away from me because I put a lot of pressure on. And she's normally not a fighter that does that, but with me, she does. And sure enough, right before they go in the ring, they start doing that a little bit. So Jose was correct on like what style she was going to. So we were prepared for that. And we had been um, practicing and working on having to cut cut someone off and cut the ring and using my I, southball and orthodox. And so when we went in, you know, and I stare off, I was just very confident. And um, she was definitely trying to preserve her energy. I could tell she really wasn't warming up or anything. And um, round wind went. And, and I knew that also, too, all of the fights leading up, Every single ring was getting, like, standing eight counts, and they're being very sensitive about the eight counts. And even um, Ron, the guy from California, who was like, hey, they're being really sensitive about eight counts, like, like if you get punched with anything. So I knew this leading into it, but for me, I was like, okay, good. That means that they're, they're going to give her an eight count. I wasn't worried about me. And so I was like, okay, good. And um, and I, I know that I went in with a lot of urgency that first round, because I knew that I had to give her eight counts and I knew I had to dominate her because I knew that they wouldn't be fair to me if it went to decision. I knew it. So I did, I do admit, I, I went in with too much urgency that first round and she was doing exactly what Jose knew she was doing. So I did, you know, adjust to her just, you know, she was running away from me, but she would work the angles but not punch me at all. So we did that about the first round. Um, and then, then round two comes in and, you know, between rounds, Jose told me exactly what to do. And so I put that pressure on and I was starting to, you know, catch her when she was trying to run away and I was throwing harder punches. I was hitting her hard. I was throwing way more than she was. And then even in the second round, she was so tired and I never saw, I didn't see this from her in the finals before. And, um, like she was the only opponent from the finals that actually kind of kept up with my conditioning. But this time I saw it, she was just defeated and she was just sitting there looking at me, not doing anything when she ran away from me and she just stopped. And I was like, this girl looks defeated. And so I was like, okay, I got her. Like she's defeated her. She has no will left. She's tired. And you know, every time, and I just kept putting that pressure on and then round three happened and you know, and I gave everything that I had and um there was a couple times i felt i should have gotten some standing accounts on her um they didn't no like they didn't call any and which was you know i when it's happened to me a lot where i punch someone they don't give eight counts because i've always been not the favored fighter so i just keep going i don't let it discourage me you know and then the round ended and when i heard that last 10 seconds i went full out and then it ended and and, like, I did not – like, I felt very good about how I fought. I wasn't scared. I wasn't, like – because there's been times where fights have been close and I look at Jose and I go, did, did I win? Like, I was very aware of, like, how I did in that fight. And I was very aware the whole time and just very present. And sometimes in fights you have so much adrenaline. Sometimes parts of it is missing. So, like, there has been times where at the end I look at Jose, I'm like, I won that, right? And that was one time I, I really didn't say that because I really felt that I won. And then, um, and then, and even, like, we, when her and I touched gloves in the middle, you know, she was just like, hey, you did it again, and just kind of acknowledged to me. And, and then when they announced her as the winner – she was like in shock she jumped up and like her reaction was just shocking and 
you know, and, you know, I, I uh, you know, congratulated her and was respectful, but I, I was crushed because it's, I've, I've had a loss before where I gave everything I had, but I knew I just didn't win. And, um, you know, and I was happy about that fight. I was okay with it because I gave my all and the other person just brought more. It is so crushing when you work so hard and you leave your heart out there and then your name's not calling when you know you did everything to win that fight. So it was really, it crushed me. It really did. Um, and not a very good feeling, you know, of course I held it inside and, you know, once we got outside, I started crying, but it's just, it's a, it's a hard feeling. And, and, and for me, it's because I put so much into this. I make so many sacrifices and everything that I do is for this. So my whole heart is into it, but, um, you know, it's, it's just one of those things I didn't expect. Um, it being blatantly that like robbed from a fight. Yep. And the first thing I told Amy was, you know, the Golden Gloves is a big tournament, but it actually doesn't give you it's not a Olympic qualifier tournament or anything like that. So it actually doesn't really mean anything. It's a big tournament. It's I'm not taking nothing away from the tournament, but I, what I was telling Amy is I'm glad it happened here versus it happening at nationals and uh, or a bit or a tournament that actually has a lot of meaning or or is an Olympic qualifier or some something that actually means a lot more. So I definitely told her it was way better that it happened here. And obviously, no matter where it happens, it's always going to hurt. It's, n- it's never going to make it not hurt or not care. But it's one of those things that you just got to live with it and go on. And right after that, we just decided to just go for a drive. So we just went on a drive to the middle of fucking nowhere, <laughs> literally nowhere there's nothing out here and then she wanted sonic so so and uh it was not the greatest and and then after that the next day which was today we went to oklahoma city um we drove out it's not that far like an hour yeah hour and a half and we drove to oklahoma city we went to where the bombing was in 95 96 95 right and uh the museum it was very interesting the museum was very very interesting and they were just showing how all these people died and i tapped on amy's shoulder and i was like and you're over here complaining about losing at the golden gloves so um we definitely have so much more to be you know excited and be proud of to be here you know not everyone gets to be here so it is a huge blessing to be here and is and there's nothing bad to to experience what we experience you know so many things you can learn from that i personally feel like shit because i've lost the last four fights um i couldn't sleep that night um i was just tossing and turning not no that's not it i was just pissed off i was not happy and it just bugs me i take it and me personally i take it to my responsibility they don't win like i feel like it's my fault so I know what we could do to get better, and and I told her we got to work on stopping girls. You know, you can't leave it up to the judges' hands. And I feel like I've been saying this every episode, but it is very true. And we just got to get better at that and certain things, using our jab more, not walking straight in, um, using our straight shots, uh, using more feints, hesitating, and things like that. 
just to make it a little bit more slick versus just they know they're come that she's coming. So we hope to fight her again in December at the next nationals. And if we do or don't, we I know I know for a fact that we we are gonna go there to win. We're not going there to lose and and I know how competitive Amy is and I know she's gonna get that done. So we're excited for that. But back to our Oklahoma trip. Okay, hold on one second. Um, you know, like I went to bed last night really upset, and then when I w- it's one of those things when you wake up and then you're just like, oh, crap, you know, my heart. It stinks waking up when your heart's broken, but that's part of the sport. I, you know, when you love something so much, it can hurt you too. And I felt that I felt this in boxing on and off, and um, you know, but there's always growth from everything. And another thing is the warrior program. It you have other things in the war. One thing the warrior program helps you so much with your mental strength, and I think that I'm handling this a lot better because of the warrior program. For one, is because like at first my whole thing was like, why did I come all the way out here? Have my coach come all the way out here, and all this money and everything and all this time, and then I for me and I just lose the first round, and I feel bad about it. And, you know, I, I was here to fight the whole term. I was here to win. I was here. And, um, you know, and, and I had a moment of, like, it was it was a waste to come here. It was a waste. Like, like I wasted everyone's time, wasted my own time. Like, why do I even come here? This is stupid. And then I realized, like, as you know, in the Warrior Program, like, there's – every tournament is an experience, regardless, like – even like regardless if I was robbed or not, even if I did my best and I didn't win, it's an experience. And then as as part of the next stage is I have to have so many tournaments. So I was excited, you know, I was like, you know what, like I got a tournament and it was a goal. That's one less thing on my list that I have to do. I got a tournament. So it kind of turned it around because I also have that. And that's why the war program is so good because instead of just having these fights, there's other things that I'm focusing on as well. So yes, I was focusing on this and this was a goal to win, but I also completed something by doing this. So that's one thing about the warrior program that it's designed to, you know, I know Jose had designed it, you know, to, you know, cause sometimes just fighting and fighting could be repetitive. Like once you start getting high up there with a lot of fights, you know, it keeps you motivated. And so I'm thankful for the warrior program because of that. It's, you know, even when I was at nationals, it made winning nationals that much more exciting because not only I was excited about winning, but I was excited because I had completed at that nationals the amount of fights that I needed to have to get to the next level. So I'm just really thankful for the warrior program and then also the mental preparation that it has to deal with something like this. And, um, you know, I'm a very big advocate for mental health and I put it out there to help inspire people and you know and I'm always sharing my wins and you know and I want to you know I'm sharing a loss like this with you guys and I you know and a lot of times people think that I'm just this strong person all the time but I'm human and and it I cried I I hurt I'm heartbroken I was mad I was angry and I just want to let everyone know it's okay to feel those things. It, it really is. It's just, it's, it's how you let it affect you. It's like, it's okay to have a moment. And I did have a, a moment today, you know, like, you know, we had a good time and going out and kind of get your mind off it, but I am mad about it. And I'm going to go back to the gym and, 
you know, work my butt off and, you know, and even, even though I got robbed, like I want to make sure that I can do everything in my power that doesn't happen. I need to stop people and I'm taking responsibility for that. Um, you know, I don't want to put it in the hands of other people anymore. And so I want to get better at that, but I just want to let everyone know that we, we all have these bumps in the road and, you know, sometimes we don't, it happens for a reason. And a lot of times it makes us grow stronger. And I think that maybe this is just a lesson that I need to learn to make me a stronger boxer to help me be more prepared for something bigger in the future. I don't, maybe, I mean, I believe, I truly believe that, but it's hard to see that in the moment. But um, I, I believe b- better in the bigger picture now. And so I'm excited for that. And I just wanted to share that with everyone. That is actually a very good point, Amy. I did not think about how you just needed a tournament, so it didn't matter if you win or lose. So that is a good way to look at it, perspective to make yourself feel better. Because it's true. I mean, it's about experience, and it's about when I created the program, it was about obviously I didn't want – I Amy was one of those, like, surprising because she's so – her will so strong and everything about her. She's so special. But I didn't expect her to win at the level she was at. Like uh, you saw what I put down, you you're not expect you're not expected to win until two three levels higher. And Amy was winning with five fights, you know. So, um, but yeah, it's part of the process. It's part of the things that you have to experience, and these are the things that make you better. You know, uh, it's been a few years since she's lost. Couple years uh, since her last loss. So you know, this this last couple weeks. I mean, we've been going. Th- I personally. I feel like there's something like maybe somebody did some voodoo shit on me because I've been going through it. I've been losing left and right everything, my personal life, uh, my boxers, my fucking hotel rooms, <laughs> everything. But the Oklahoma uh, Oklahoma trip was actually really good. A couple of things I wanted to share before we went to Oklahoma. Um, one time I called out for the keys to get because our cars parked at valet. I, I called up to get our keys. And when I called to get the keys, uh, Amy want to go get the car, and the guy that gave Amy the keys, he was like, "Oh yeah, I trust you." Gave him the keys, but and I'm a girl. but it was a like, but, and he even said a guy called, but it's a girl picking it up. Uh, yeah, I trust you, and gave her the keys. Next day, which is today, I call up the car, but I forgot the tag, the actual tag, the physical tag, but I knew the number. It's the same guy too. Yeah, same he guy. Car, he trusted me. It's the same guy. That guy. When I went up to the car, I said, hey, that's the car. That's my car. Like, I was like, ah, he acted like he was going to give it to me. And then he said, I need a CID because I don't trust you. <laughs> Didn't he say it like that, too? He was like, I need a CID. And uh, he, I, I was like, what the fuck, ID? All right, I gave you the tag number. He's like, you don't have the tag. You need a CID. And I'm like, all right. So I showed him my ID. Yeah, I showed him, I showed him my, my ID, and he was like, okay, here. But the thing that's hilarious about this is that I find hilarious is Amy is very, very like she's experiencing this, all this for like she's like, wow, like, Jose, you really like this is really your way of life. And it is my way of life is I always get expected to be a bad guy, a criminal or a thug or I'm just bad. People just assume that way of me, I think. And I told her, I'm like, maybe do I look that way? But she was like. You know how bad your life would be if and how angry it would be if you would let all that get to you? And it was very similar to what she experienced with her fight. You know how she was down and she was feeling down and until she looked at it and was like, you know, the warrior program did this for me. Well, 
that's what boxing did for me. You know, I I could prior to boxing, prior to a lot of things, I was a very angry person because of things like this. And I'm at the point now I'm like, I don't need to be angry. And I'm happy. I laugh about it now. Like I laugh at the people who ask me for my fucking ID to get my own car back. But it's true. If I didn't look at it with that perspective and, and take it as a joke, I would be a pissed off motherfucker. I would be very mad. And this and and this actually reminds me of the episode I did with Mari Marisa. Uh, I think it's called. Ah, I forgot. It was on season one. It was one of the last ones in season one uh, with Marisa. And um, I think it's called I See No Future or something about seeing. I got to remember the name. But she, you know, she was blind uh, at 16 for two years. She woke up one day and she was blind for two years. And she's very happy. She talks about this like like in a very positive attitude. And she knows that one day she's probably going to go completely blind. And she has her kids. And she just talks about it in such a positive way because of her mentality and her her perspective of life is so different. And, you know, going to Oklahoma City and actually looking at the bombing and looking at the shoes of kids and how many kids died. You know, so many kids died at that. Like it was a daycare on one one of the floors, right? So many kids died. And then and, and when you went there, we went to the Oklahoma City uh bombing museum. They play it out day like like the day, how the day happened. Like you walk in and they're like, Oh, it was a beautiful spring, sunny spring afternoon, normal day. It was it was a gorgeous day. The weather was nice, blah blah blah. And they just talked about how people's going about their normal day. And then at 903, just fucking shit started bombing off and everyone's life changed like that. So and that's when I was like, man, look at this. This is this is how we have to appreciate our lives. This is how we got to appreciate everything we do. And so what if we take a loss? And, and let's say it's a really bad loss. Let's say let's say you lose your fucking family. Right. Let's say it's something really, really bad. You still have your life and you have to do something with that. You know, you still have your life. You still have breath. You still have air in your lungs. You still got blood in your heart. And it's something to use that, take that, and do something with it. You can have a perspective of being depressed and sad and feeling pity for yourself. Or you can go out and fuck it. You know, let's do something about it. And and I thought it was very special and unique that we got to experience Oklahoma City bombing, especially right after being so down and i you know like i said i'm down really down i know amy's down so uh, amy wants to say something yeah and I, and i definitely felt that uh you know i'm i'm sitting there trying to check myself like like lives are changed and i've had so many more like i mean i've been through so much and i th- that's why i put so much into boxing cuz i've been through so much and i use that as my outlet and so when something good with boxing doesn't happen, I get upset, but I'm like, I'm not that old person anymore. I'm a stronger person now. This has helped me. And now I deal with these things a lot better. And I've dealt with so much worse in the past. And just I, boxing is so much to me, but it is a loss. And when I was sitting there, watch, you know, about the bombing, you know, and it's just, there's so many more things in life that are so more important. And um, it's just, and, and it's made me realize too, what I've really realized and I've never, ever had in my life before, um, is true family and true friends. And through our gym and every, everyone that is a part of my life and anybody that's listening right now, you're one of them is I really learned in the past when I had fake friends 
they were only your friends when you're doing good. And um, I really learned through this experience, like who your true family is and the support that we have at our gym and all of our family and friends. It's so overwhelming, amazing, the amount of support. And um, like, and, and even to like some of the friends that I made at Team USA, they were there and the, they're cheering for me in the stands. And that meant so much. Like I, you know, like this girl had like everyone there. And I, I, but those like three voices that I heard meant more than hearing a whole crowd. And I knew back at home all the support I was having. And I'm still off of social media right now because I, t- I take a break and just take time to focus. But um, I, I know and I've been getting text messages and I just am so thankful for all the support. And it's it's something that I I learned the first time I had a loss a couple of years ago that I used to think that people only cared when you win. And I had to have a loss to realize that people are really in your corner even win or lose win or lose and that has meant so much to me that's something I've never had in my life so I'm really thankful to what we've built at the gym to have that and we're very thankful to have that because Jose I'm there for all of you guys but we get it back in return and you know and you think like a little text you know might not be a lot but the people that have reached out it's been a lot to me because usually people don't reach out they only reach out when you're winning so and i you I, i'm really thankful for all of you thank you yeah it's true shout out to the people that texted us and called us i had a few people rocky was one of them rocky always shows me out of love but it was a lot more than rocky for me and i know amy had a gang of people so thank you guys all but on our way to oklahoma you know i don't want to say everyone here everyone here was actually really friendly i'm gonna share another quick story about an oklahoma trip we, I want to go pump gas. And by the way, there's no fucking exits. Like, it's straight away for hella long, toll after toll. And they say California is expensive. No, I'm joking. It's not that bad. But um, we're just driving. We're driving, and I need gas. And there's no fucking exits, and there's no fucking gas stations. So I have to take this exit, and I'm driving through, like, the middle of fucking nowhere again. And I get to this gas station, and when I go in there, we see this dude outside and the guy's missing teeth, like a total, like just, yeah. Like what? What do you call that? Like country boy? What? Oh, okay. Amy said redneck. <laughs> Amy said it. I didn't say it. Amy said it. He no, and uh, and and the, and I was like, I walked in there. I told Amy, I'm like, yo, I don't know, man, but I feel weird walking up in this store right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I told Amy, I'm about to get, I'm about to get into a fight right here with like five of these little cowboys right now, because I definitely don't, I, I, you could tell I'm not from here. I walk in here with the watches on, yeah, yeah, like it was obvious I'm not from here. And I walk in there, you cannot believe what happened. You guys will not believe. I walk in, this guy's pain, and there's another guy right behind him, big ass dude, by the way, huge. That motherfucker was big, huh? Yeah, big ass dude. And um, the dude was carrying like some beer. And when I walk in, the guy that was paying was like, oh, you know, help him first. I was like, what the fuck? I just walked in. <laughs> in the middle of a paying for gas. And he's like, no, help Jose. Yeah, he was like, oh, help this guy first. I'm like, no, no, go ahead, finish. So he finishes, heck of polite. And the big swole dude right behind him was like, oh, yeah, cut in front of me. I was like, dude, what's up with all these friendly ass people? He's like, yeah, go in front of me. I'm like, nah, man, don't worry about it. You go ahead. You're like, Am I being set up? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, they're about to jack me or something. Why are they trying to get me go? 
And uh, he was like, he was like, no, you go. So I ended up going. I paid and I told him, you know what? Let me pay for this guy's beer because he's got a 24-pack. I wanted to be polite. I'm going to pay for his beer. The guy, the, the owner of the store, is like, oh, he doesn't pay for beer. He gets free beer. Yeah. Like- what? This guy gets free beer. No joke. Free beer. That's uh, He just goes in there, grabs his beer, and leaves. Yeah, that's crazy, huh? So uh, when I walk out, we come out. The guy comes up, and he starts telling me how he gets free beers because he works for the company, that distributor, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. But he gets free beer. And um, and he's actually, he's from San Diego. Oh, no, he lived in San Diego when he was stationed for the Marines. And actually, cool as fuck, man. Hella nice dude. He's but from Arkansas? He was from uh, Kentucky. Kentucky. He was from Kentucky. and um, But, yeah, it was cool. It was, it was just very interesting that yeah definitely don't judge a book by its cover because i didn't expect them to act that way and they were hella nice, so nice. super nice super friendly but um that's pretty much it from this from this from that trip and everything we're heading back to sack tomorrow hopefully we don't get delayed or anything fucking crazy happens um do you have any takeaways from this episode you want to share what are your takeaways amy um just uh, it's it's just about like net losses are going to be part of the wins they they're going to be part of it and it's going to be part of your journey and you're not growing unless you you always reach points like that and if you don't reach points like that then you're truly not growing and if you're trying to achieve anything amazing you're gonna hit like roadblocks and and challenges and it's what makes you better it's how you react to it and how you rise above no matter what the situation if it was fair or not if you deserved it or not that's life and it happens all the time so um I, i'm really grateful and thankful for you know just being in a place that i can see that and i'm just i'm thankful for everyone that i have around and this experience all right my takeaways that i would say is you know everything's about perspective you can look at it as like a horrible thing or you could look at it as a great thing so at the end of the day it comes down to you and only you whatever's in your head and what you put in your head a random question why you looking at me like that Oh, 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 she's happy now. Random question that I got for you guys. Oh, before I do the random question, I'm going to give a shout out to the restaurant with Nola's. Oh, yeah. Fire. We ate dinner at this restaurant right here. It's called Nola's. Uh, it was like a New Orleans style. Uh, fire. Delicious. And, and the building itself was unique. Everything was super cool. So if you're ever in um, Tulsa, Oklahoma, you should check that place out. Um, what else? What else? Yeah, that's it. So random question that I would say. Um, uh, random question, random question. Do I have a random question? Do you have a random question you want to ask people? Um, you asked me on the spot. Hold on. Uh, Amy can't do it on the spot. I'll do a random question. If you were a boxer competing at the, no. If you were a professional boxer, what weight class would you want to be in? This is for everybody else, not for you, Amy. <laughs> what weight class? Would you rather be a small person that's super fast, welterweight, middleweight, cruiserweight, heavyweight? Where you, where would you be? What what would be your dream body and uh and style? What do you think? I want to know. I'm curious. That's a cool little random question. All right. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Next week, Ricky and Kelly will be back. Um, have a great week, and we are. <laughs>